The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the sixth chapter. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. It doesn't take us too long to see that often things are not what they appear to be. In fact, we are quite used to this in church. For example, when you see a pastor in action, you see Christ. When he forgives your sins, it is Christ who forgives you. When he baptizes, it is Christ who baptizes. When he preaches, it is Christ who preaches. Also, when you eat bread and drink wine in the Eucharist, you drink and eat the body and the blood of Christ. In the midst of sadness, you find joy, and even when you see the body of a dead saint, you know he's alive. The church constantly invites you to see beyond what presents itself to your eyes right now. The same kind of thing happens in our gospel lesson. Jesus talks about blessings and curses, but these blessings seem like curses, and these curses seem like blessings. Jesus says, Blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who are hungry now. Blessed are you who weep now. Blessed are you when people hate you. It's like saying, Blessed are the unblessed. It makes no sense. But the point is this. Blessings with God are curses with the world, and and blessings with the world are curses with God. In this world, it is blessed to be rich now, to be well-fed now, to be happy now, and to have the kind of reputation that makes you agreeable to everyone, at least to everyone that matters right now. And it is cursed to be poor, to be hungry, to weep, and to be rejected. But the way the world orders blessedness and curse doesn't work. 
Richness is not a sign of blessedness, and poverty is not a sign of curse. Jesus pulls out the rug from under anyone who thinks that because he is rich, he is blessed by God, or that because he is poor, he is cursed by God. Jesus says that riches in the world don't take you anywhere better than the grave. Their reward is fleeting, and even the acclaim of others won't last forever. So he tells you of a different kind of blessings. Blessings that come as poverty, as hunger, as crying, and rejection now. These blessings can hardly be recognized as blessings, but when they come on account of Jesus, you know that your destiny is with God. It is not that the poor, the hungry, the sorrowful, and the despised inherit the kingdom of God, while the rich, the well-fed, the happy, and the well-regarded are doomed to hell. Jesus is not really talking about socioeconomics, but he's describing two kinds of life. On the one hand, there's life with him aimed at eternity. On the other hand, there's life without him aimed at the right now. Jesus can promise blessings to those who suffer now because he has already suffered all things in their stead. Jesus is the blessed one who was poor, who was hungry, who was sorrowful and despised. He was poor for you, not counting equality with God something to be grasped. He hungered in the wilderness for you. He wept as he entered Jerusalem for you. He was hated, insulted, and excluded for you. He was cast out and crucified for you. These blessings that seem like curses describe Jesus before they describe you. But in your baptism, you were brought into the life of Jesus. You have his blessings, but just as he suffered, you are going to suffer as well. Your suffering may or may not be economic, but sorrow and oppression for the sake of Jesus strike us all. That is why Martin Luther once said that baptism doesn't do anyone a favor. Baptism brought you into a life in which you will often seem to be on the losing team at the right now. You received the name of Jesus on your forehead so that his name became your name and the rejection that befell him now befalls you. But take heart, Jesus says, your reward is in heaven, even if you lose everything you have on earth. Life with Jesus is such that it uncovers your need and God's answer. It uncovers your poverty, that you have nothing to bring to God except your sin, but that the riches of the kingdom of God will be entirely yours. It uncovers your hunger, that food and drink don't satisfy you unless it is the food and the drink that Jesus gives to you at this altar as a foretaste of the feast to come. It uncovers your sadness, that your sin 
causes you damage and hurts those around you, but that all is forgiven on the cross and you are given new life and God will one day make all wrongs right. Life with Jesus is the only life in which true riches are found. In baptism, you received the riches of God's mercy. In baptism, God holds nothing back from you. He gives you forgiveness. He gives you life. He gives you salvation. He gives you everything that matters for eternity. So Jesus invites you to look beyond yourself and to look beyond what you see right now to him. You have entered his life. All that belongs to him belongs to you, even if you cannot see it. Because Jesus assures you that he has won the day and your reward is with him in heaven. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.